Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. We always enjoy talking to our blues insider from The Athletic, the one and only Jeremy Rutherford. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Good morning. Just listening to the show and listening to Michelle almost cost you the fight there, Randy. Unbelievable. I know. Yeah. uh, It doesn't happen often, but now and then, yeah, it's. Just uh, hey, let's try to f- see if no. we can we can get Randy to slip up a little bit. Let's here. clarify this because had I not asked for clarification and you got it right, the text line would have said, "What's his name? Justice for Josh." It would have been justice for Josh. Randy was also, waffling. You can check it here. I put an X because you said 1995 first, and yeah. then I put a check mark because Thank you, you changed it, and then you changed it again. So I go, oh, it's X check mark X. Your original guess was an X. You know what? Here's JR trying to come in just like Frederick and stir things up, and I Vladdy Tarasenko at him right away. You don't open that door, JR, as you said in your you piece. You don't open that door. You don't open that door. Well, now that we're here, I want to talk about your piece on Vladimir Tarasenko and his year for the Blues. Uh, Frederick did learn that you don't open that door with Vladimir Tarasenko. Yeah, he really did. And, you know, I felt in that game, you know, the Blues were losing, and, you know, Vladdy's been really good. Uh, take nothing away from him. Um, didn't seem to be doing too much in that game, and that's the old cliche, wake up the bear. And So you guys saw that face-off draw, and, and uh, Frederick is kind of pushing Tarasenko. Happens all the time, happens every game, but Frederick going a little overboard, trying to get under Vladimir Tarasenko's skin, and Vladdy just kept uh, wiping it off, like, who cares what's going on? He doesn't think about it. So anyway, after the end of that play, as everybody saw, it's Frederick who goes to finish the check, and he gets knocked down. So what does Vladdy do, come back and score two goals? I just thought it was really funny. In the post game. I said to Craig Bruby, you know, can you knock Vladimir Tarasenko down? He's kind of like a rock, and Craig Bruby just started chuckling. So uh, <laughs> quite a sequence there. And, Jer, we know what type of player Vladimir Tarasenko is, but it just seems like he's got that little extra something this season. Is it just simply that he's healthy for the first time in many years, or do you think he's motivated by something else? I think it's a couple of things, and number one, it has to be the health. It has to be, because you could be motivated, you could be on a great team, you could have all kinds of things going for you, and if you're not healthy, you're not going to be able to score 28 goals. And oh, by the way, a career-high 39 assists. His passing has been uh, terrific this year. So first and foremost is the health and then the motivation. And, and perhaps, you know, the trade request at the end of the day uh, will be moot, and perhaps he'll stay. We don't know, but at the beginning of the season, when he started, you know, game one, guys he was motivated because he was looking for a trade at that point so 
uh, I think uh, that's been a big key. Uh, but going back to when I talked to the doctor, I talked to Vladimir Tarasenko's doctor last summer. He was the guy who said, look, just having this guy in my office talking to him about the surgery, I can tell how motivated he is to get back on the ice and perform. JR, the athletic is really invested in hockey analytics, and we learn something from the hockey analytics on a regular basis. That being said, the analytics don't love the Blues. So from that perspective, with the analytics not loving the Blues, why are the Blues good? Well, I think it's a situation I've been thinking about this a little uh, today, texting back and forth with uh, BK even. Uh, I think it's a situation where you have a team that scores a lot of goals. They're scoring at a high percentage. The shooting percentage is best in the league. This isn't a team that's just throwing a bunch of pucks at the net, 35, 36 shots a night, scoring two or three. You have a deep forward group. And so we, we know from a scoring standpoint that these guys have scored, but they've been pretty selective shooting to the point where we're almost yelling at them to shoot the puck, right? There's too much passing. And I also think you got a defense here, you know, same thing. It's not a couple guys back at the blue line just throwing slop at the net. You have Tori Krug and Justin Falk who have good shots, put them on net, and they 23 combined goals. So to me, when you look at this team, I think that they've pretty been pretty good in terms of uh, scoring, which is going to lead to that high shooting percentage. And a lot of the analytics people are going to say that's not sustainable. Hey, listen, they could be right. You get to the playoffs, that balanced scoring doesn't always show up. You're not going to win games 5-2, to 5-3. to three. They're going to be tight games. So this could be a factor in the postseason. But as of right now, the Blues have been able to maintain what they've been doing most of the year. Do you agree with my assessment, and it's more old school, that even now, even though the Lightning have won the last two Stanley Cups, you kind of throw some of that stuff out the window come playoff time because it is it really is a different game. Yeah, I totally agree. And uh, you can't do that all the time because sometimes the analytics uh, will prevail. But I think we've seen with this uh, Blues team over the years, and including the Stanley Cup year, is they just put it together and went on a run. And, you know, how do you, how do you chalk up, uh, you know, what do you write in the books to, to talk about the influence that Pat Maroon had on the team? Yeah, right. You know, where, where's, where's the analytics for that? So, you know, I think you have to have a mixture, a little bit of both. But I think in terms of uh, – the, the old school mentality that you're talking about, Randy, that definitely comes into play in the postseason. Well, with all that being said, Jar, and the fact that the Blues are peaking at the perfect time, they've won six in a row. When you look at this team, do you think they have the components to go on a deep run? Are they a true Stanley Cup contender? Yeah, I think that they, they have shown that they do. I, I think that the talent's there. I think that the, the will, the urgency, you know, which usually shows up playoff time, and it's obviously shown up here in this last stretch with the Blues, you know, that has to continue to be there. You can't be talking post-game about having a bad second period and you only got two shots on goal. You know, that can't happen. The other thing is, you know, we asked the question, you know, deep playoff run. You got a couple teams that you could face, including Minnesota in the first round. You know, they are just on fire. Uh, just like the Blues. You look at Colorado, they're on fire. McKinnon with the hat trick last night, they're playing well. So this isn't a situation where you look at the playoff matchups and you say, wow, the Blues have matched up great against those guys. I could see the Blues going two or three rounds. These are going to be hard-fought playoff series. The Blues are going to have to be at their absolute best if we're talking about a deep playoff run. Jay, I remember towards the end of Mike Yo's tenure here, and Mike Yo, as we know, is bald, and he would walk up to the podium after a performance that the Blues that he didn't like, and his whole head would be red. He would just be furious, and, and then he would spout off, and I have to believe the Blues didn't take very well to it. The reason that I bring that up is because, and I actually talked to Oliver Marmol about this the other day, I don't know that Craig Bruby could be more even keel than he is. 
Yeah, and I think that's probably the case uh, definitely in the in the press conferences. Uh, you know, we talk about the hand pass. He went in there with an even keel attitude. When I talked to Larry Robinson, the Hall of Famer, about Craig Ruby, he said, you know, for a guy who was a, a fighter, an instigator, a guy who started up in the league, he sure does have a calm demeanor. So I think you're 100% accurate about that. Um, you know, I, I would guess that if we had a player on the line here, they'd say that he's come in uh, on occasion and, and probably – gotten into him a little bit but you know how can you not over the course of a of a season but I think by and large big picture Randy you're right that calm demeanor it drips down from the head coach to the players they feel that sense of confidence because they see it with their leader and I was telling Ali Marmol the story and I've told it before on the air but if you haven't heard it it's kind of fun in 1982 I was the first base usher for Costello service for the World Series and then my job would be to go down and check media passes. So I was right there at the media room in the doorway. <laughs> Cardinals lose game one to the Brewers, 10 nothing to a pitcher named Mike Caldwell. Whitey comes in, sits down at his table at the podium, is glad that wasn't a doubleheader. And the, the entire place broke up. Here you are, game one of the World Series. And he's able to maintain that even keel. And that's one of the reasons that his team's always won, because the players knew what to expect. And like you said, Jr., that attitude, that demeanor, that even keel of a head coach or a manager, it does filter down to the clubhouse or the, the dressing room. Randy, I think you just did a huge favor for this Cardinals team. Marmol might take that into account and uh, kind of back off those guys now after a few games. I think he's a pretty even keel guy from uh, the little that I know of him. But you can never it can never hurt to just kind of reinforce that, hey, I want to be the same guy every day. That's all players want is to, to see and deal with the same guy every day. Yeah, so the biggest thing is it's such a long season. You can't have the roller coaster. It's going to get old. Absolutely, Jr. Always great to have you with us. Are you? Uh, you're in Buffalo. Are you are. You, did you go move on to Buffalo from Boston? Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, in Anchor Buffalo Bar now and uh, getting ready. Getting ready to head over to the rink. Yeah, you know, went to the Anchor Bar last night. And guys, just a quick one here that involves uh, Joey Vitale, of oh. course. Uh, so it's a tw- it's a fifteen twenty minute Uber ride from the hotel. I took it over there by myself uh, and met the group over at Anchor Bar. And so you finish up the wings, right? You know what it's like to have a few wings. Your belly's full, everything. Well, guess what Vitale says. Hey guys, why don't we walk back? I look at, I look at my tally. It was a twenty-minute Uber ride. How long does this walk? So, well, maybe we, uh, maybe we walked off a few wings last night on the walk back. <laughs> wow. good that, for you, that's Joey Vitale. I'll tell you. He's so you great. did walk back, Jr. Yeah, yeah, we did it. Yeah, I looked like I just got done finishing a Michelle Smallman marathon when oh. I got back. But. And how long did it take you? I think it was a good 45, 50 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Have a great day, yeah. Jr. Thanks. All right, see you guys. See you, Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues Insider from The Athletic on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The College Football Playoff Committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. 
Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.